Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You know that in Iran, you've been hearing the news that in Iran, there's a tremendous amount of social unrest at the moment as uh, the Iranian people are demonstrating uh, vigorously over the death of Masi Amini, 22-year-old woman who challenged the Tehran regime's hijab laws. And after being arrested by Iran's morality police, Ms. Amini died in hospital last Friday after spending three days in a coma. The uh, president of uh, Iran has said the regime will, quote, deal decisively, end quote, with the protests. And he denies that um, Ms. Amini was hurt or hit assaulted by the officers who arrested her. Uh, reports, various reports are saying that these officers, the morality piece, police rather, beat Ms. Amini's head with a baton and banged her head against one of their vehicles. So there is unrest and anger in Iran. Masi Alinajad is an Iranian journalist, author, and women's rights campaigner. She hosts Tablet, a talk show on Voice of America's Persian service. She's been repeatedly attacked by the Tehran regime. Last year, police uncovered a kidnapping plot to force Ms. Alinajad back to Iran. And in August, police arrested a man who was repeatedly seen outside her home in her Brooklyn neighborhood. The FBI arrested him, found a loaded AK-47, uh, with filed serial numbers. So um, I just want to tell you this. I was reading a CNN story in which Ms. Alinja told the regime in Tehran, go to hell. I'm not scared of you. I have only one life. You care about power. I care about dignity and my freedom like millions of other people in Iran. You can kill me, but you cannot kill the idea. The idea is just fighting for freedom and dignity. Masi Alinajad, uh, her book is The Wind in My Hair, My Fight for Freedom in Modern Iran. She's also the founder of White Wednesdays. Masi, thank you for coming back on the program. We talked uh, about Iran and about another issue two years ago. How are you? Um. I'm trying to be good. Thank you so much for having me again. But the situation in Iran is just unbelievable. Uh, at the same time, my heart is broken, but I see the bravery of Iranian women in front line. Uh, let's just talk about them. Yeah, please do. Let's t- talk to us, please, about what it is the women in Iran who have decided that they're not going to wear the hijab, no matter what the morality police or what the regime does to them. What are they facing when they decide to just free their hair? Um, let me tell you about Mahsa Amini, because you know that Mahsa was not even unveiled. Mahsa is a Kurd. Her Kurdish name is Gina, which means uh, full of life. She just came for a vacation to Tehran. A bit of her hair was visible. That's all. That's all her crime. She got arrested by hijab police and bitten up by hijab police. And then um, she was murdered. You know, Iranian regime tried to deny it. 
but I, I, I'm, I'm sure that you've been following my campaign, White Wednesday. Yes, I have. White Wednesdays and my camera is my weapon. You see that hijab police have, have been beating uh, Iranian women for years. For years and years, Iranian women facing the brutality of morality police. And Mahsa uh, was just one of the victims. And now her brutal death is becoming a turning point for Iranian women. Iranian women are furious. Right now they are in the streets alongside men, uh, taking off their headscarves, burning their headscarves in public. Some of them cutting their hair to show, I mean, their anger. It's kind of grieving, protesting. But let me tell you something. Uh, maybe your audiences have no idea when we talk about morality police. Morality police are like a bunch of people uh, trying to force women to follow Sharia laws. It means that in the streets, they just walk around, come to you and tell you that you're not wearing proper inappropriate hijab. That's what happened to Mahsa Amini. So um, now Iranian women in the streets are not only protesting against hijab, they are clearly chanting against dictator and saying that enough is enough. This is 21st century and we want to have freedom and dignity. So, so that people understand, there is a morality police. That's an actual police force within Iran that patrols the streets and decides whether you're appropriately dressed according to the regime's regulations. And if you're not, then you face arrest and, well... Sometimes you face... You, sometimes, yes. Lose your life. I, I, this is shocking. This is shocking. In 21st century, this is happening, that the police come to you and says that, okay, now you're on vague in your car, then you have to pay fine. You have to pay money to show your hair. This is ridiculous. But forget about that. Let me tell you something which is more frustrating for Iranian women. Right now, in 21st century, a seven-year-old girl, I'm repeating myself, a seven-year-old girl should cover her hair. If not, she won't be able to go to school. She won't be able to... She won't be able to live and exist in her homeland. This is my beloved country, Iran, where women had the freedom to choose what they wanted to wear before the revolution. But the Islamic revolution became a revolution against women. I am furious, you know, because when we talk about, I myself have been talking about this for eight years. When I launched the campaign, um, I remember that many women in the West were like, uh, feminists, uh, all the feminists in the West, they were like saying, my body, my choice. And, and I was like, yes, now these women are going to support me as well. But what makes me sad that for Western feminists, when we talk about the barbaric laws of hijab in Iran, they, they keep quiet. They think that this is our culture, so they shouldn't touch this issue. They, they're worried that if they talk about forced hijab, morality police, women are being beaten up in Iran and Afghanistan to cover themselves, they think that it's going to cause Islamophobia. So in my opinion, 
make long story short, for years and years we have been warning about the danger of morality police, but now because of the brutal death of Mahsa Amini, finally a lot of uh, Western feminists, activists, celebrities are paying attention to Iranian women. Yeah. The uh, the protests in the streets, I've seen the videos and you've posted them on uh, on your Twitter account at Aline uh, Aline Alina Jad Masi, yeah, in sort of last name first, Alina Jad Masi. I've seen the videos, and it's it looks to me like the protests that we saw previously, like with the Green Movement, but the West did nothing to help, nothing to intervene, nothing to assist the people who found themselves alone facing guns and police, and eventually they were just overwhelmed. I want to talk to you about what's going on in Iran again, Masi, but tell us what it is that makes you so objectionable and so, why are they so afraid of you? Um, They're afraid of women. They're afraid of women. Because, look, the only way that you can understand to go to Iran or Afghanistan, the only sign that you can get this is an Islamic country is through us, through women. So basically, Islamic Republic, Taliban, ISIS, uh, all the religious dictatorship, they use our bodies, women's platform, to write their ideology on our bodies. So when we resist that, for for me, of course, they came after me in New York. If if it was not the FBI, I would have been kidnapped by the Islamic Republic and executed in Iran. Why my crime is giving voice to Iranian women against compulsory hijab, echoing the voice of uh, brave women with society saying that we don't want to be forced to wear hijab, we want the Islamic Republic. This is 21st century, and they are rejecting Islamic regime. They want to have a secular democratic country, and we deserve that. We deserve that. And that's, that's why they hate, uh, they hate me. And, and another thing is, look, there is no media inside Iran to uh, give voice to Iranian women right now in the street with men uh, fighting against the Islamic Republic. So what scares the regime that they don't want to show the brutality of the police, and they don't want to... Uh, uh, the rest of the world know what's going on in Iran. They hate me because I have uh, 10 million followers. When I receive videos and I post it, it, it goes everywhere. It goes in different medias, in different countries, and uh, celebrities reacted to, uh, to, the, to the videos. That scares the regime. That actually ruined their credibility. So that's why they hate me. Yeah, they've, well, they've tried to kill you, tried to kidnap you. And uh, and and they've been after you for for some time now. What what do you see happening in Iran this time? We've seen the protests previously over similar issues, not necessarily identical, but similar. And there were very very strong protests. People were asking for the West to support the Green Movement. Many people remember that. That was when Mr. Obama was president. Um, what do you want the West to do? You had a message for Joe Biden. What do you want the West to do to provide support? for the people of Iran who are challenging the regime. Look, when you mention Obama, it's just, again, it makes me really sad that people were chanting his name in the streets. You know, Obama, he is with us. And people were like using, make, making slogan and saying that you with us, 
or with them. So it seemed that Obama, at the same time when people were fighting against the regime in Green Movement, Obama was trying to send a secret letter to the Supreme Leader of Iran to get a deal. Again, the same happening here now. And that's really sad because, look, human rights, women's rights should be bipartisan, should should, should be like global matter, not internal matter. So what I what I actually try to say is Biden administration now his focus is to just get a nuclear deal. Of course, we hear a lot of Democrats right now uh, condemning, tweeting about this showing their solidarity with uh, Mahsa Amini. But let me be honest with you. We don't need empty words. We don't need that. Iranian women are getting killed. After Mahsa, uh, there are more than 40 people got killed. Among them, there are, I have to name them, Ghazale, Hanane, Mahsa, Irfan. A lot of uh, young people are getting killed. Why? Because wanting to have freedom and dignity. But at the same time, uh, the Western country trying to get a deal, burying human rights under nuclear deal. But what we want is clear. First, help Iranian to have the internet. Because the Iranian regime cut down the internet to kill more people. Second, the West should cut all the ties with these savages. Third, it's just unbelievable that I'm asking this. Very, 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 very simple. Right now, Canadian, German citizen, British citizen, U.S. citizen, Swedish citizen, Belgium citizen, I mean, many citizens from Western countries are in Iranian prison and they're being used like bargaining chip to get a deal from the West. I want the West to be as united as uh, dictators around the world. Yeah, we must remember... I mean... Yeah, they, they just downgrade your rela- diplomatic relation with these savages and ask them to release all these political prisoners. Yeah. Put revolutionary guards they have been, in the terrorist organization. They have been treated rather gently by Western nations. We must remember in this country that Ukrainian Airlines Flight 752 was shot down by yeah. two Iranian missiles and more than 50 Canadian citizens lost their lives, were killed. But by, you remember that, that the Iranian regime was denying that yes, for three they were. days. Yes, do you they remember were. that? I do remember that. And I've spoken to family members, people who lost family on that particular flight. They've talk, talked to us on this program. Now, the, the people in Iran are uprising again, rising up against the regime. They will suffer again at the hands of the regime. Do you think there is enough popular sentiment that... Eventually, if not this time, maybe this time, I don't know. You tell me what you think. But the, no, people, the, the people will, in fact, win. To be honest, um, Iranians are frustrated, and that is why they say that we are ready to pay the price. Look, in 2019, in bloody November, Iranian regime killed 1,500 people. So these people who are now taking to the streets... They know how brutal this regime is, but still they made up their mind to yeah. get rid of this dictator. I watch them. So you see, this, yeah, I, I watch this, this. Is the time? Yeah, I watch these protests yeah. that are taking place now, and I see these. I see the. Heart. I see the people just 
determined, and they have no weapons. They're just them, the people, against the regime. Um, Masi, thank you so much uh, for joining us. I, I appreciate the opportunity thank, to speak with you. Thank you so much for giving uh, Iranians voice, because this is now they need. Thank you. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.